All right, welcome back. The Audible's on the air. John Kajemi, Kim Bocamp are with you. And, John, we're getting close to, you know, it's kind of the, uh, it's, you know, like, like golf used to have that silly season. Yes. You know, where they do, like, different events. And, you know, Tiger would play David well, Duvall. Well, the West Coast, West Coast swing. And, whatever, yeah. and then they're going to go to Mexico. And yeah, then they're going to exactly. have a, a battle royale between, like you said, David Duvall and Tiger. Yeah. Now and now it's it's the prime time. Now it's prime time, yeah. and so you know the NFL for years has, you know, run the combine in Indianapolis, a great place to run it, and and now you know it's it's uh it's moving it's uh it's silly season on to the beginning. It's to me it's the, the combine, it's pro days, and then you get the free agency, and then the draft, and uh, but there's always something going on. But but starting uh, on Monday, February twenty fourth, the combine starts. Teams will all converge there with their personnel probably over the weekend. Uh, and Monday they'll begin uh, interviewing. Uh, physicals. Player, players will go through physicals. Yeah, weightlifting, all they'll, that they'll stuff. They'll see doctors and get all the stuff that no one really wants to see. Uh, and, and then and then come Thursday when the drills start, they're going to move it into prime time. You know, you'll see. I, I got to believe that the 40-yard dash has got to be the, the darling of prime time, wouldn't you think? It is. It is. And especially because everybody has this high expectation of what you want to run. I, yeah. I never got over the fact that I wanted to see players in a, in a football stance yeah. run – 10-yard yeah, shuttle, 20-yard yeah. shuttle, you know, something that, that replicates what they're going to do on the yeah. field. I always hated the, the fact that everybody's getting in this sprinter stance yeah. and you're, you've got the arm cocked and you've yeah. got to be just right and then you have a false start and you have to go back. I never really got yeah. that part of a 40. Well, that, that, that's, my, that, that's part of my issue with the combine is that, you know, you got guys that – from the day their 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 college football season's over. Now you got some guys. The day their college football season's over is that last regular season game. Yeah, no bowl. And if no, there's a bowl yeah. game, I ain't playing that bowl game. Yeah, I'm done. I'm, re- I'm, I'm repping I'm, for the combine. I'm getting ready for the combine. Yeah. And so you know what all the drills are. <clears throat> and so you know you've got these guys going to Arizona. They got Bomberito down here. They've got all over the country are these speed camps. All these things, and all they do is try to shave a tenth of a second off, two tenths if they can off of the, you know, the the three cone drill or, or the, you know, the the, the shuttle runs right. and all those different the bag things. Drill. It's the, crazy. It, 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 and, and to me, I, I to me I don't so I've always I've believed for a long time that if you wanted to run the combine and get a, a better sense of what the players can do. Put them in pads. Put them in shells. Well, no, just put them in. No, d- just replicate d- your drills you know for what? practice. D- don't change the drills every year. Yeah, and don't let them know what the drills are going to be. I'd you like know, to you- see some of the linemen come out and just helmets and shoulder pads, nothing yeah, else. Yeah, and and do do one on ones like they do at the Senior Bowl exactly. for periods. Just because now you've got the cream of the crop, you just don't yeah. have the seniors. Right, you've got the the, the underclassmen be- yeah. juniors that are coming up that you really want to get a closer look at that you would have loved to have seen under the microscope of the senior bowl but because they don't yeah. qualify you can't see them so now you get the underclassmen doing maybe a day you know a, a 15 minute drill of pass rush or or dropping into yeah. coverage and then run a shuttle with your pad with your shoulder right. pads and helmet on i want to see what you run in in a game like yeah. situation i don't want to see you in shorts and t-shirts yeah. you know you and i didn't have a combine when we were when we were coming out of college i know we were talking about it earlier that uh, you know, the Blesto, that uh, Gil Brandt and the, and the Dallas That's Cowboys right. 
came out of that Dallas Cowboy yeah. organization, and it became the the kind of the Bible for scouts, where you didn't have to send scouts to every college. They would go out and get all the information, get all the information and then send out. Right. And then each team would subscribe or not subscribe, however, however whichever way they felt. And, and that's kind of what they would use for their for a lot of their draft analysis. And now it's 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 gone way beyond that. But I think what you see with these guys are these guys are all the all the guys that the NFL wants to see. In a setting, juniors and under all the draftable, and, all the game changers from, yeah. from the very first guy that might go like a Joe Burrow all the way to the last guy and, and everybody in between. They want to see how they measure yeah. up in their pre pre, uh, I guess, pro day yeah. environment. And, and, and if it matches up to what they have on game film, yeah, I think that's the, the biggest thing. You talk about pre, I mean, pre, you know, almost prehistoric was what, what it went through with us when we oh, did. Gosh. I mean, I, I used to, I, I remember after my, it kind of started after my junior year and then definitely after my senior season was over, uh, played in the bowl game, you know, the, the, the senior bowl, those things. And then, and then it seemed like every day I would get I get a you know someone, phone call some phone call some yeah, or the trainer would go hey somebody you got to call it, this guy it, yeah back. it was either the trainer or it was the football office right. you know the, the the secretary in the football office like Kim now you know the so and so from the Green Bay Packers wants to meet you on South Campus at three thirty for a workout right okay and there were days you'd have two or three teams out there and you didn't know what you were going to do. You would just, you just go show out, up. You'd show up. And they go, yeah. okay, I want you to. Yeah, I want sweats you to do, and I want sweats you, and tennis shoes yeah, or turf shoes. I want on. you to do this. I want <laughs> and, and so, but to me, that was a truer because first of all, it did two things. You you had no practice of doing those drills, right? You know, like like a lot of, like there were some people who were, they would they would work me out as a as a tight end. Some work me out as a linebacker and some as a defensive end. So right. I had to be ready for everything, and you didn't know what it was going to be, and and so a couple of things first. You saw you, you 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 they got the opportunity to see, and, and I'm kind of putting this on these guys where you get a chance to see what they can do in, in front in front of you. Right. But to me, if the if the combine was a you didn't know what the drills were going to be, then you know you you find out who can pay attention, and who can who can hear it and do it. Right. In other words, okay, here's the here's the here's the the the, the four shuttle. You go here here here, and then sprint through the line. And then you got the guy that goes here and then sprints. Oh, I thought it was just two. How many you know? times do you see that yeah. when you're watching TV and you're watching Indy? Yeah. And guys are at the linebacker position. You're going to a, through a drop and he goes the wrong way. Right. Or a DB yeah. or, or a wideout that runs the wrong route or it's too long or it's not, you know, it's too short. Yeah. Those guys have to do it on the spur of the moment. You had to do it on the spur of the moment. Hey, you, had to, you had to listen to I it. I want five yards. It. I want 10 yeah. yards. I want. You had to be that or you didn't do the and, drill but, right. But to me, that kind of, you know, it's. Put you on the spot. Put you on the spot. And you're looking at guys that can, hey, filter, you know, get information, take information in, and then and then put it to F, put it to uh, to effect on the field immediately. And Bo, how about the other side of the equation too? Not only the physical traits, but the mental traits and yeah. being able to go through the interviews. These guys are practicing going on the whiteboard yeah. and practicing drawing up plays yeah. and explaining to a coach or to a trainer or to a former player on what that route is and what this yeah. guy's assignment is if you're a quarterback or if you're a wideout, why you're running this route, or if you're a DB in coverage, why I'm going to have yeah. the deep third on this coverage. I mean, guys are getting practice on how they're going to be grilled by each and every NFL yep. team if they're interested in that player on how they're going to respond to 10 guys in a room yep. and you're the spotlight's on you. How do you function? How do you communicate back to those general managers, yep. the head coaches, the position coaches, the scouts, whoever's 
you know, firing the questions yeah. at you at that particular time. Now, for the Dolphins, it might or, or the Denver Broncos or or, got, or or San Francisco. When you have a Lynch or a Marino yeah. or an Elway that's firing those questions at you, you know, you're a little intimidated sure. maybe as a sure. player. So you, you're kind of psyched, I would think, to, yeah. to be in the presence and and having that rapport and having that question come at from one of those yeah. guys, but you've repped that question. Yeah. You've repped those types of things. So not even are you really practicing on field. It's even off yeah. the field that you're going to these camps to be taught to ready, how, to, yeah. how to respond. Yeah, you know what? It's uh, it's interesting. And, and, and I, I, you know, I would I would have loved to have gone through it, you know, because it's just, you know, and, and it's funny because I've talked to guys. I say, you know, you go out there and all of a sudden – you, you you go out there on the day that you got and, and now you've met those guys for the first right. few few days you've been there. You kind of met your guys, but then all of a sudden that day you go out, whether it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever day your group goes out there, you know you're standing on the field and you're looking at those guys and that line and you're all lined up and you're going, oh, you know where do I stack up against this guy? How right. do I stack up against that guy? Holy shit, that guy's huge. You, or, you know what I mean? or did you see how that guy just did yeah, that exactly. that drill? Yeah, yeah. I got I got to bring my I got to yeah, no I doubt be about on it. it you know? and I, I just think the uh, you know the 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 excitement, the anxiety, everything that goes along with that type of thing. And everybody's uh, got an entourage now too. Yeah, I would imagine, right. like every player, when you I, you know I've been to the combine for a lot of years, and you see one guy going through, but he's got his agent, yeah. he's got his girlfriend, and he's got whatever. And you know, got they, a sports psychologist yeah. with them or oh, whatever. Have have got that. This, yeah. yeah, right. I bring mine everywhere. Yeah. but you have to have that, and it, it's like uh, some of the other guys are just you know walking along with one guy, yeah, or walking along with another player, yeah, you know, and kind of yeah. getting to know that guy because he's probably either played well, against. Well, you imagine him. the guy, the, the guy that came comes from like uh, I don't know Minot State or or some little you know South Dakota State yeah. or one of these that yeah. you know and, and all of a sudden you know they're standing out it's there a big they're, time they're looking going whoa you know they all play, of a sudden they played in a twenty five hundred seat stadium you know they've they've tra they've traveled by bus everywhere to play a game and all of a sudden there they are in in uh well, you got in, mike tomlin yeah. and john harbaugh and bill belichick you know yeah, you, exactly. you've got guys that you've watched on tv that have been coaching in the national yeah. football league as head coaches and, for a very long time future hall of famers and yeah. some of them and you're looking around going I, i'm well how about you, I, do you know about on, me come on offensive line line up here and you're looking to go that guy's from notre dame that guy's from Iowa state that guy's from Oklahoma. That guy was at LSU. Right. That guy was a, you're like, whoa. You know that? Yeah. It, it's got to be It's got to be a crazy feeling yeah. for some of these guys that are getting, you know, the Montanas and Montana States that maybe don't, you know, you yeah. know who they are and you know some of the players, but you just don't have that national cliche or yeah. that recognition uh, of, of a name recognition yeah. that you know about. Well, come on, like, you know, from San Jose State, it's a, you know, relatively small school. And, and you, so, so like in the, the games I played in, I, I was always trying to figure out, hey, am I good enough to play with these guys? Right. You know, I'm from a smaller school, played in a, you know, it still was a Division One, but you know, lower lower but, Division One. But you're one. hearing about USC, yeah. you're hearing about UCLA. Yeah, like I said, I'm playing in eighteen thousand seat stadiums. Right. You know, they have that for the spring game. They, yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. May, yeah. you know, yeah, but that's the overflow. <laughs> Alabama. That's that's the ones that are. That's the they're watching are, on the jumbo. Those are the amount of people that got turned away couldn't get in the stadium for the spring game. You know, <laughs> I hear you, man. You know, it's it was, crazy. Not like playing in front of UOP on a Saturday night and having four thousand people in an eighteen thousand. Who wants a beer? Game. Who wants popcorn? <laughs> yeah, a little little different thing, but anyway. So so the combine's coming up and. Uh, and, and I love it. I, I, I you know, I, I hate to say it, and I, I've talked to Joe Rose a lot, and so you know, I, I could sit there for hours and just watch it and watch it. And, and, I, and you tell people, and I go, "Well, why you just watch? We go running around and short, yeah, but you know, it's 
You want to see him. You want to see how guys move. You want and, and and like everybody else, whether you're a 49er fan, whether you're a Cardinal fan, a Bronco fan, a Browns fan, you're looking at those guys going, how does he fit in with our team? Right. You know, and I think that's what everybody here, and that's kind of what we're all kind of looking forward to seeing is hey, especially with the Dolphins, with the so certainly this doesn't affect the the free agency or anything, but from a draft standpoint, well, you're looking at all those guys and saying, man, I wonder how that guy. How, is he in, the right guy for him. us? Yeah. You know, and, and how does he compare to maybe somebody else we have rated higher that we're all of a sudden impressed yep. by the way this guy interviewed, by the way this guy tested, by uh, going back, looking at his film over again. And, and that's where you have, you know, those those really constructive debates yep. internally with every organization. You're going to have the scouts that have studied him for two years yeah. now, you know, the coaches that are kind of fast-tracking to get on board with uh, what they've seen of the player, the minimal tape yeah. that they've seen, and then trusting the scouts' version of what they see. Now, I'm going to go watch it as a yeah. coach, but ultimately that funnels up to the general manager yeah. and the head coach and you know, the player ops, you know, the player uh, a development guy. You you have to ha- be on, on, on yeah. board, but you also have to have that constructive criticism of, of what you read and see, you know, yeah. because I might think one thing, Bo, and you might think completely something yeah, else. Yeah. And maybe our, our our discussion finally flushes out the right guy for us. Yeah. So th- those things are happening in each NFL city. And I, I think that those are the behind the scene types of things that you wish you could yeah. be a, a fly on the wall just to hear about. So so looking at looking out at this thing and obviously quarterback is, you know, I, I mean, you can't talk about the doll. I, I, I haven't had anybody – Ask who are we me taking about the both? Dolphins draft? Who, John, who are we taking? Yeah, John, exactly. you, are we taking our are we are we sending all our picks up yeah, to get exactly. Burrow? Well, yeah, I, I mean it's and, and you know what it's the 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 uh the the business of misinformation oh. has already started to churn oh, around. We're hot on Herbert now, yeah. baby. Justin the Herbert, Dolphins he's the guy. Are, he's, and, leap, oh, boy, they, he's leapfrog. Oh, forget Tua. You know, they they like Justin, you know, and <laughs> you know. Joe uh, Burrow, ah, don't worry. Know, next week know. it'll change. And everyone said Joe Burrow doesn't want to go to Cincinnati. No. You know, I mean it's it's. Uh, but but you look at that. Doesn't and, like and, Skyline and Chili. You know the the the. Uh, I'm, I can do yeah, I, I can, yeah. we can do a little bit of chess. I don't know. I, you ever seen Trey on Skyline Chili? Ooh, Oof. Well, it's, uh, it's the after Skyline <laughs> Chili. Is it? The, the, Tommy the, Clogs has yeah, put another. No doubt about that. Um, but but you know we know, you know all the names. You, you just as you're a Dolphin fan, you're looking. Hey, is there any in, anybody in there? Is there a hidden gem in there that, uh, that that pops out that maybe if you take somebody in the first round that you look and say maybe in that fourth round you know, maybe here's a guy here that maybe have a little something left in yeah, the, 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 the little game there. That that's the discussion. Now I, I'm a firm believer of if the Miami Dolphins have conviction and they're going to stay at five and two is there, I would think they're going to take yeah. two. Now. Everybody's talking about Justin Herbert because he had a really good senior bowl and he yeah. had a good week. But I still think that the proven commodity, what yeah. you've seen now, his upside might be terrific, yeah, yeah. okay? And he's probably the purest thrower. He definitely mm-hmm. has the strongest arm of all Big, of them. strong guy. Okay, he's huge. Yep. I, I think he's close to 6'6", six, six, yep. uh, 230 we, we, pounds. We've seen him run. He can extend plays. Does all the good yep. things. But I, I kind of like the timing aspect mm-hmm. and, the, and the, the overall ability to play the position. You're, you're looking for a guy that can lead a franchise, yep. you're, especially for the Dolphins. Yep. You're looking for that next guy. And, you know, Tua, Joe Burrow, they fit that – Immediately, you're looking for more than his arm strength, his footwork, 
You know, his ability to extend plays. Can he do that? You're, you're looking for, like you said, the intangibles. Yeah. You know, are people going to follow him? You know, the, the, probably one of the most, I mean, you know, keep going back. We keep going back to him and, and no reason not to. But, you know, you, you look at Ryan Fitzpatrick and, and who knew, you know, I, I didn't know, I didn't know him. I didn't know him when he came here. Mm-hmm. But boy, you talk about a guy that, you know, made that, everybody that, play better. Well, you talk about intangibles. Oh, God. I, I mean, I mean, the hidden, the hidden uh, value. Of of Ryan Fitzpatrick, it's never not measurable. Show, never shows up until you see him in person. Devontae, week in week out. Devontae Parker would not have had the yep. season that he had if any other quarterback on the roster yep. would have played. Well, no, nor would Gasecki. I don't think Gasecki would have been. I, I know. You know, two two. You know, a guy, a quarterback that believed in them and allowed them to believe in themselves. Uh, in, in as the season progressed. Kept giving those guys opportunities. Yeah. You know what? You're not open, but for me, you're open. I'm yeah. going to give you a chance. Yeah. And they went and made the most of their opportunities. And I, I think that was, you know, this is a team that only won five games, but if you look at the individual players that kind of came out of their shell some earlier than mo- yeah. than the others, I mean, Mike Kosicki and, and Devontae Parker are at the top of the yeah. list in terms of being able to, to get the most out of them. And the future looks bright now for a tight end that we kind of had, I, I, at least yeah. I did, I had my, my doubts yeah. Yeah. Uh, about w- is he going to be able to take the next step from what we saw in his rookie season? Uh, he, he certainly did gosh, that. He sure did that. So when you, when you look at these quarterbacks and you go to, you know, you, you know, you, for for most people, I would be surprised at five if the Dolphins take a quarterback, and it's not from that group of Joe Burrow, Herbert, uh, and 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 Tua. Uh, yeah, and Tua. absolutely. I, I, it's not gonna. They're not gonna. They're they're not no, it's gonna, gonna be those three guys. Yeah, the, those three guys. I mean, you might see all three of them go in the top yeah, five no, picks. No doubt. And, and the guy that the guy in there to me that that just boy, you just. It's hard to just keep pushing him down. Is Jalen Hurts? Yeah, I know. Just just based on, you know, he's he's got that. He's 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 not the same guy. He's a better you know better fit at the, at the quarterback position uh, than Tim Tebow. But you know he he has that inherent ability that Tim Tebow had. Whether you you don't like the way he throws or you don't like he does this or you don't like he does that. But you keep looking at his record, and you go, all the guy does is win football games. He might be the Lamar Jackson of this year's yeah. first round at the end where somebody kind of scoops him up with a 30-second pick yeah. or, or very early in the second round, and all of a sudden you've got a guy that throws it much better yeah. than, than you thought. He, You know he can run it, but the, all the intangibles that he brings, and, and as you said, he's been to two you know blue-chip universities, yeah. and all he's done with that talent around him has made him better and, and win yeah, football games. Yeah, no doubt games. about it. So you look at him, but uh, – so of these other guys, John, Justin Herbert is a guy that that that's that's name is kind of being bandied about by yes. whoever's writing shit in the paper these days. <laughs> that's right. right? That's and, right. And, and look, you 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 know, I would just take things with a grain of salt at this time of year. But and and you talk about him, and he's got he he he's one of those guys that could win the combine. Oh yeah, right. Oh, absolutely! Oh man, look how look at look, look at that guy. Look, at, he runs well and he throws the ball. He's that guy could you know? But but I've watched him in. I watched the last two games, the bowl game, his last game, and I saw parts of him uh, coming home in a stupor on those Saturday night dinners with on the road and yeah, and just, watching that ten yeah, o'clock yeah that first half uh, of that ten o'clock I hear you game out west exactly, you know what I mean exactly and, but but you know I I I've, I never. Of the times I saw him, and again, like it's a it's a it's a limited sample size that I saw him, but but I just never saw anything where you'd said, "Wow, 
that guy is special. Mm-hmm. He looked very ordinary to me for a guy that going that if he came out last year may have been one of the top You're right. two or three guys picked in the draft at the quarterback position. You're right. This this play, uh, this college season that he performed may have thrown him back down yeah. a couple of picks in terms of what he put on the field. Yeah. You know, what I see is obviously what everybody else sees, size and arm talent, right? It jumps yeah. out on the screen. But his footwork doesn't match those two qualities. His footwork isn't up to snuff, especially when guys are coming at you in tighter quarters. And sometimes you're not always going to be in shotgun, which he strictly played from. So I think those are a couple of things that, you know, he's going to have to adjust to and adapt to. Like we said, velocity from any angle, he's got it. He can change his arm angle, throw it. But but the best thing about him is he's not a finished product. So he – he would need to go to a team that's kind of on the cusp of of making a change, yeah. but you don't necessarily have to make a change, like Detroit. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I would have said I would have said the Chargers, but they've already moved yeah, on yeah. with Philip Rivers. But yeah, look, uh, look, a, a if scenario, the, look, if the Dolphins were to take him, you would think that okay, this Fitzy's going to play. This Fitzy's going to play, and this guy's going to figure it out. Right, you got a year to figure it out. Right. You know, and, and, and so that's, that's why we're in the mix. Yeah, exactly. You know? And I think that if you can o- overcome the holding onto the football yeah. and, and you're watching a guy like Fitzpatrick get rid of it and give chances to yeah. guys on the on the perimeter you know that kind of you kind of that grows on you as a quarterback by just watching the reps yeah. you know and saying man I can do that too and I I've got a stronger arm I can I can let it go down the field for a guy like Devontae or a guy like Williams when yeah. he comes back so that's why I think the Dolphins are kind of hot on that and, trail and Tua you look at Tua and and boy I mean you know, everyone was salivating for this kid, and and, there, and and there's no reason not to have salivated for the kid. But you know, as as his season ended, you know, and you now you're looking at you know two ankle surgeries yeah. in the last couple of years. You're looking at hip surgery, and I know all the reports that are coming out is he's ahead of pace. You know, he's on schedule, but you know he he's not going to throw. He's not going to do anything at the combine. You'll he'll get to you'll get you'll get to. Evaluated by the team, by different teams, doctors. They'll they'll get the interviews with them and stuff. Exactly. But from a standpoint of watching him actually do something, well, that's going to be right up, button up against draft, pretty close to it that. It is. It is. And you're going to have to have conviction and yeah. and have uh, a decision maker that is all in. You know, yeah. this can't be kind of that. Well, I don't know. You know we, yeah. we project him to be healthy. You have to be able to say whether he's. 80%, 90% or 100%, we're going to go in with the notion of he's going to be our guy. Yeah. And I mean he brings everything to the table and you and talk about winner, Every, you know, accuracy, his poise, yeah. he navigates the pocket well, gets the ball out on time, he he can throw it with velocity. Yeah. He's not the biggest of guys no. and he's not the most fleet, you know, of foot running away from people, but he has that escapability. And, and you know, and he's also one of those young guys that that's going to that is going to represent your franchise the way you want it to no be represented. Better. No better. <clears throat> you, you look at him, you, you know, look at Mahomes and the way he's done it. And you look at Lamar Jackson, the way he's done it. Those young guys that carry with them, you know, the, the, the qualities that you want of an individual on your football team and a leader of your football team. And, and he's certainly – he has the makeup. He has the makeup to to lead any franchise. Yeah. It doesn't matter where he goes. He's gonna be he's gonna be able to take that moniker and run with it. So, you know, we we know that's a, a, a so John. If going into this 
uh, combine week coming forward on us. Um, your priority for the Dolphins, if you were to list position-wise, priority. Now, I'm not talking about individuals. I'm talking about, you know, edge rusher, offensive line, quarterback, uh, running back, um, you know, I would safety. Say, I would say quarterback, corner. offensive line, edge rusher, corner. Yeah. I, I think that that would be the mix in it. I, I You could argue – to maneuver the the two to three or yep. four to three or whatever, but I would say quarterback find find two or three that you like, yeah, and see see where your priorities are when you're when you're on the clock. Uh, if you found a guy that's a franchise guy and he's still there, take him. Whether it's Tua, you know, whether it's you know Herbert, yep. whoever it is. Uh, I think offensive lineman, you have to find a guy that play left tackle. Yep. Um, I don't know if it's your if you're if it's your 18th pick or your 26th pick, but you have to find a guy that can come in and play. Yep. Um, there's plenty of them that are going to be available. A uh, guy from Alabama, a guy from Georgia, yep. guy from Louisville, a uh, guy from Iowa. Uh, there, there. It, it depends on what, what your you flavor yeah. is and what side you want him to go. And can yep. he play both? And then I think it's the edge rusher. Uh, it's that linebacker slash edge rusher, depending on the you know the yeah. find a guy like Jerome Baker. I would be ecstatic. Yeah, if you could find him at twenty six or early in the second yeah. round. You know you've you've got Chisholm from LSU. You've got Murray from Oklahoma. You've got Queen from LSU. You've got plenty of guys that are yeah. going to be taken. And I you just find your flavor. I, I I think. And then you and then a corner opposite X. Yeah. I, I think is still in the in the mix there. Yeah. And depending on where you want to go i think that's kind of priority number four because we have so much experience with guys we didn't know this year that might be able to step into that fold and say well hold off let's burn let's spend another one on an offensive lineman or let's get that an edge rusher that we can depend on or let's get you know running back early in the second round that we know that's going to be our bell cow and then those priorities could change dramatically uh as free agent wanders through you know, I, if, I they, if the Dolphins wander through free agency and all of a sudden they've got uh, they've got a lineman they've, they've got, got a, right a guard tackle, they've, they've got, got a right go- tackle yes. uh they they've got a, a left guard or a right guard or whatever uh or maybe maybe they came up with three offensive linemen in free agency all of a sudden okay let's look back the, the other thing I, I would I that I that I, I I tend to be on the I'm all for it side would be you know drafting two quarterbacks you know, get get that guy that you know whether it's Tua, whether it's Herbert, whoever it is with that early on in the draft. I don't know. I don't know that the Dolphins are going to trade down, depending on what happens. I you know I would probably think that there's more of a chance of them maybe jumping up a spot or two mm-hmm. if they feel the need to do it. But if there's no movement and they're at five and I, whether five nineteen and twenty two or twenty three somewhere, I think that's kind of yeah. where where they're at. Um, you know, maybe going if they get that quarterback, whoever it is, up top at number five. You know, maybe late in the first, early second, where where, you know, it may call me crazy, but if Jalen Hurts is sitting there at at, at, the, at the at the at the last at their third pick in the first round or early in the second round, you know, I don't. I'd be hard pressed not to me. This is just me speaking. I'd be hard pressed not to take a flyer on him because he's. He can do a lot of different things for you. Yeah, he's you, you know he's probably in in my eyes he is that fifth or sixth guy because I think you have to put Eason. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry, you, you have to put um, 
Fromm Jordan, Love, Jordan Love, Jordan Love, and Fromm. Yeah. I, I think Jordan Love is four, and Fromm is five in, in my in my estimation. And and you look at the guy Nate Stanley at Iowa; he's probably six or seven. Yeah. But nobody's going to jump out of the table. And I'm even of the school boat. And I don't know that that the Dolphins would do this. But if you if you don't cash in at five, and you don't want to yeah. move, and you don't take a quarterback. I'm okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm I'm taking those two picks next year. I'm starting to warm. I'm going straight to the top to get the kid from Clemson. Yeah. So I'm or or whatever it takes. Whoever. Yeah. Because his upside is tremendous. Um, So I I don't know. Depending on how the draft. Look, I'm with you because I'm kind of warm into that too. That. That hey look if you're not you know if 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 you get to five and, and Burrow is gone and and say one of these other teams Detroit and, well, or Detroit, it is, and somebody so, moves up and it, it, plays games with Washington right. and they, and all three of your guys Burrow goes number one uh, say Tua goes at number yeah. three and all of a sudden Herbert goes at four and yeah. you didn't want to make a move right okay fine, fine. Okay. Let, let me grab that edge rusher they let, let me grab let's that. go get let's go who, get who, the impact guy that's going to start here for twelve years exactly right okay. And 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 worry. Go ahead and get a quarterback at twenty six. Go yeah. ahead and get a quarterback, at, you know, early in the second yeah. round that that you still have a high value on that still grades up there that might not be your franchise yeah. quarterback, but might be a guy you want to develop. With the plan is no matter where the Dolphins are record wise next year, they are taking their yeah. wealth of picks. And they're going up and playing yeah. next year in the draft and getting the guy that yeah, whatever, will whatever be a franchise need. guy. So the if so, you don't if you don't feel that conviction this year. So the the other things that are floating around is is Joe Burrow, uh, you know who's who's been pretty steadfast, although he's a little bit you know it's not I'm not Cincinnati's fine I'm you know I'm an Ohio guy <clears throat> I'm fine with Cincinnati to well if they take me they take me there's you know nothing I can do about it you know you you, you hear different things coming out but. If Joe Burrow is is if the Joe Burrow pick is available, if Cincinnati's ready to deal, you take your three picks and go after him. Or is that too much? Boy, that's is that a lot. Too, is that too much equity to go after for a guy that I think you know? It's hard to look at Joe Burrow and say he's not going to be a franchise quarterback in this league for a long time. No, you're right. It, it is. He's although got the, although it's you know it's one season for him too now. He has the size, he has the arm strength, he has the mobility. He doesn't put the ball in danger. Yep. He keeps plays alive. He's a leader. He's a he's a guy that can, could lead your franchise. I just don't know if the Dolphins have that conviction. For me personally, I would not take my three first-round yep. picks and go after Joe Burrow only because um, and I'm not saying that he's not a, a talented, yeah, talented yeah. quarterback, but I just don't know if well, you got I've seen stuff. the I've yeah. seen the best out of him, and I don't know if if I'm an evaluator that I think that Herbert in two years is going to be better than him. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, well, I couldn't make that yeah, decision well. because next year you, you've got two guys at the top of the list that give you both athleticism. Uh, and, and arm strength and moxie and yeah. franchise guys. So, it, yeah, if, but we but we've also seen Tua coming into the last season as that guy, and then all of a sudden the injury bug hits him, and now all of a sudden he's like, uh, I'm not so sure now. Yeah, you know. So I, there, there's. I mean, I think the Dolphins have too many needs. Yeah. to give up three first round draft choices when you have you could stay put and get what could be your franchise yeah. quarterback. Yeah. Now that you have to have all that all those 
heads in that room nodding in the same direction yeah. to say if we're going to do this and it's going to take the owner too yeah no doubt to, to say yeah let's we're all in let's go get joe burrow yeah. and, and i'm fine with that if, that if that's where the dolphins are going i just think that this team right now is not prepared yeah. to miss out on three first round draft choices that could help yeah the nucleus of this football team especially if you've got a guy in place that probably had one of his best years yeah. of his career. Now he's on the twilight of it, but he made everybody else around yeah. him better. Yeah, if you, if you draft that well let, let's say it's it's Herbert you draft and with the with the 5th pick. Uh and you got those two other picks left up there that 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 you know Herbert may not be and if if it's Herbert I wouldn't expect him to start next year with Fitzpatrick back. I just wouldn't, unless he comes to training camp. I wouldn't expect blows that either. Your socks off, but but if you but, blow those first three picks on Joe Burrow, and he does the he, same thing. He's going to have an awful time playing on his back yeah. when you don't have a left yeah. tackle. Well, no, well, that's it. Is now, now right, you can you go know. out and you can go out and start building what I believe is a, is you can add on young people to what I think is a pretty young core moving forward for I this agree. team that they established last year and over the last couple of years. That that core that's that's still there. You, you could certainly add quality to that to that core group. Yeah, I, I just think that there's so much this team needs in terms of being able to to challenge. I mean, yeah. this, this is what this you know last year was kind of built finding out about who you have on the roster, yeah. who who you can keep to you know put on the ship and keep going. Right. Yeah. So now now you found that out and and you won five football games. You're in probably two or three others. With that with that nucleus, how can we add to that? to that to make it so yeah. much better and, and take the huge leap like San Francisco did, you yeah. know, with a four-win team and all of a sudden you're playing yeah. for a world championship? Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. Now, I'm not saying the Dolphins are in that position, but I'm not saying they're, they, well, they can't not, be. Yeah, you know, the, well, you look at philosophically what the Giant, what the 49ers did. 49ers, you know, they, they, they took all their draft equity and, and put it on the, on the on line the of scrimmage. On the defense and offensive line. Yeah, put it on the line of scrimmage, both sides of the line of scrimmage. We're going to win or lose games at the line of scrimmage. And if they that, got a quarterback that, that could stabilize. Got a, got a serviceable guy back there. You know, you and, know. I'm not saying he he could be the franchise guy. I mean, everybody yep. dreamt that he was going to be the heir you know, to Tom Brady. But in the right system, he could be that quarterback yep. for 10 years. Yep. And so you get that. And and so, you know, they're in like, and you look at the Dolphins, you know, if you go out and, and Herbert's the guy and you get him with the fifth pick, still got those two picks. And boy, you start, you know, I, I just, my eyes, I, you know, I, I'm with you. Offensive lineman, you, you got to find a young offensive lineman. Have you to. got to find a young guy. You can, you can pepper in some. Some free agents. If you get the right guy, and, and, you know I'm how not, good is I'm not how good is Tannehill the, and Garoppolo with a running game? Yeah, and being look, able look to throw difference. and play yeah. action yeah. when they need to. Yeah, look, I mean Ryan's a great example of of the ability to have a big running back, have play action, and and, and all of a sudden he becomes a he might like, look becomes good in free agency bowler. too. There, yeah, bro. well he is out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Could you you imagine Ryan Tannehill too? Oh the sec- yeah, Ryan Tannehill too. The second chapter with the Miami Dolphins. I was talking about the running back. Well, yeah, yeah. The uh, the um, but the you know I, I keep my eyes keep kind of kind of migrating down to those wide receivers. You know, there's some really good wide receivers in this crop. I mean, yeah. you look at Justin Jefferson, LSU, uh, Jerry Judy from Alabama, C.D. Lamb, uh, Henry Ruggs, the other Alabama wide receiver is like a, you know, 4-3, 4-2 kind of a guy. But they, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot to be said for that wide receiver group, especially if, 
you know, you're what trying to bolster that quarterback spot, you know, and and you look at, you know, you look at Albert Wilson and, and you know, what do you do with Albert? You know, he, he came on, came on great at the end of last season after the injury early on, but you know, where it's where, a high price where, tag, it's a high it's price a, yeah. tag. And, 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 and do you value one of these younger guys more so than a guy like that? And, and look, I, I, I like Albert. I like what Albert brings to the table, but you know, in today's national football league, boy, it's, it's, here today, gone next year. No, you're right. You know, and, and especially the way the Dolphins, you know, kind of it. It was taken over by two guys this year, really. You know, on the outside, yeah. Devontae did such a good job, and on the inside, and and on the outside when they played him out there, Mike yep. Kosicki did a great job. Now you get Williams hopefully back, yep. and he's going to be healthy on the outside. So you've got two size receivers on the outside. Hearn's going to be back on the inside. Uh, you've got Grant, who just signed another contract. You hope he's healthy, but he's kind of in in that flux situation too. Because if you get another young guy in the draft that can play both outside and inside, now the biggest question will be how is this offense going to change as you change coordinators and how as you simplify? Are you going to be asked to move around and, and be able to play multiple positions? So those are some questions we don't have the answers for but I'm sure that if you get a guy like Judy or you get a guy like Lamb or you yeah. get a guy on the outside that can play multiple positions like T Higgins I mean you can you can yeah. be that flexible in the offense now those guys are going to probably go I would say pretty early, yeah. pretty early but there is other talent out there you know there is Hamler from Penn State that's a, a guy mm-hmm. you know that that really can create space and add to you on special teams You've got a guy like Mims from Baylor, who's another guy that that is a good, yep. you know, talented wide receiver. Does a little bit of of everything. So you've got a, a you have options when you go into the second round. And I think that's where the Dolphins are going to kind of go to that skill position, wide receiver, running back slash yeah. corner. If they don't pick one on the on the twenty sixth pick yeah. or or that eighteenth pick, they're going to look to to bolster one of those two areas. Yeah, there, is there a guy on this list? Whatever position it is, I got my guy that that I've seen play a lot, and 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 I just gravitate. I, I just, you know, I, I like to have that guy on my team. You know, they're, they're, they're Isaiah last, Simmons from I, Clemson uh, is a guy that um, for me, yeah. I, I kind of want him on, on my team. Yeah. You know, it, it's one of those linebackers, and and yeah. I don't know where they're going to go, but I'm just envisioning him playing with Baker. Yeah. Okay, and I'm I'm envisioning. Patrick Queen playing with Baker or 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 Chisson playing with Baker. Yeah. And now you've got a guy that came on from nowhere in a Guavin that is going to be in the mix somewhere, yeah. but he's he's a core special teamer right. and he's challenging to play with a guy that can play like Baker. Yeah. Okay, I want I I don't want to be uh okay. I want to be great yeah. at that position because I think in the scheme of the defense that Brian Flores wants to run. He wants to run with smarts. He wants to run with a lot of speed, and he wants to go downhill. He wants to be aggressive. And if you have another guy like a Jerome Baker yeah. that you can plug in there that doesn't miss in the open field, that doesn't blow assignments, that, that, that can play at his level, you just made your defense so much more lethal because you don't know where those guys are going to line up, and you don't have to change in and out. You could stay in nickel. You could stay in diamond. Play those two yeah. guys and roll with them. You know the guy that the, the guy like that that jumped out to me for for the first time when watching these looking at these drafts was um, 
uh, Tyron Matthew. Mm-hmm. You know, when he, I said, man, I would love to have that guy. Because you remember, all he did was, he was always around the ball. The ball always found him. Yeah. You know, he's always yeah. around the but But coming out, he was the LSU guy. Right. But coming out, you know, he was a trouble guy. Yeah. You know, he was, he's a guy getting in trouble. And, you know, the good thing for him, he goes to Arizona with Patrick Peterson. Patrick Peterson teaches him how to be a pro. And now he's still playing at a high level yeah, out huge there. Huge level. So that's the guy that, that, that really, and, and I look at Grant Delpit, the, the safety from LSU in the yeah. same way. It just every time I saw LSU play, he was around the he football. He was always around the football, always making plays, always. You know, I thought, man, that that's that one of those that one guy that's just you know, the the Ronnie Lots and those guys that over the, the you know that that you've seen over the years that just no matter where the ball is, they they just happen to be there. Yeah, I I just think that you know for all the needs the Dolphins have, and we both said well, defensive I don't think, guys. I don't think that's no, no. But I'm saying for I'm saying we yeah. we both said defensive guys, and for all the needs, and we've talked about the line play and on both sides. You know, we need an edge rusher. We need, I just think that when you get a difference maker on defense, yep. he 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 puts an X through every plan that you have yeah. because he can he can defeat you know one-on-one when he's rushing the pass or, or when he's coming from the secondary he can play multiple coverage mm-hmm. he can do so many things and he's around he affects he affects an offense he puts stress on an offense because you don't know where he's going to line up yeah. and he, he can do multiple things yeah. and I, I just think that if you add a guy like that especially if Rashad Jones is, is not right. going to be around and he he was kind of your difference maker for the Miami Dolphins for you know five for, seven yeah. years yeah. I mean you know he he was flying around making plays and he wasn't supposed to be there but, but he, he but, but he was he, there, but yeah. he was there. Yeah. that's the guy i think the dolphins are kind yeah. of looking for and I, and I think that's what they they envision minka uh, yes. of doing before he didn't want to do that yeah so yeah and now they're doing it we're, now we're he's doing it, now for doing it for pittsburgh, pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Now, now after the season, is, I want to move around yeah, a little more. Is, uh, I'm open. Be, why don't you move back here? Uh, then, I'm, yeah. open, I'm open for that. Uh, Melby moves back down to yeah. Miami. Anyway, so all right, so John, we're going to kind of wrap this up. You know, we, we'll wait until uh, wait until next week. You know, Monday we'll start hearing things. Thursday we'll start watching Prime things. Prime time, man. Prime time, and boy, it's. Uh, Give me some popcorn. Give me some pizza. It's whatever. Be fun. Let me sit there and, and watch it on prime Put time. Put our GM weekend. hats on. Yeah, our no doubt hats about on. it. But uh, so it's gonna be fun. And we'll, we'll kind of as we go next week, we'll we'll obviously talk about it a little bit more and in everything. But uh, you know, it's uh, it's another another anniversary for uh, for Don Shula. We've, That's right. I've been to eight of his 90th, <laughs> 90th birthdays. birthdays. I, you know, I think he's gonna be ninety two by the time <laughs> they stop having ninetieth birthday parties. That's awesome for Coach Shula. And, and but the ones I've been to have all been been great. But it's the fiftieth anniversary of him signing with the Miami Dolphins. And, and you know, they, they had to give up a first-round draft pick for, for, for Don Shula. It was a, I think it was a collusion kind of a thing with Carol Rosenblum and whatever. But they had to give up. And, and probably the probably the best first-round draft oh, pick yeah. they've ever – the Dolphins have ever – maybe any team in the NFL has ever given you know, up you know, we're uh, for, talking. for any player, anybody – for the, the first round pick for Don Shula. And we're talking about, you know, first round with the Dolphins having yeah. three picks this year, two picks next year. What are they going to do? Are they going to yeah. be able to, you know, trade a couple away and, and move up or yeah. do whatever? But you're right. It, it started with Don Shula. It started with giving up that first round draft choice. And it was the best move the Miami Dolphins as a franchise ever made because he led him to two Super Bowls and he led him to the expectation of excellence, the expectation yeah. of winning football games. And he was demanding and he was all the things that that those coaches at, at that era you know needed to be Chuck Noll, Tom it Landry, set, it set Lombardi, the bar. All that's those, right. Yeah. But, Paul Brown, yeah, you name that's it. right. You know, yeah. it, it was it was the way it was supposed to be. And Don Shula got the best out of his yeah. players. 
And it's great to talk and go back and look at those games when they come on and you watch and you hear guys talk about Coach Shula now. Like just yep. like we had Larry on, Larry Zonk yeah, on yeah. last week, and he, he talked about you know the expectation factor. And you always talk about you know the, the biggest fear was going to the sidelines knowing you were wrong because not only did you have to get it that day, but you knew you were getting <laughs> it the next day when you had to watch film. Yep. So it, it, it was that it was it was a fear factor, but it was an expectation that you wanted to be point. You wanted to be spot on because yeah. you knew he expected you to be yeah. that way. Yeah, and, and you know what? I think that you know I've said this before, and, and everybody I've spoken to that's that's played for that that had the opportunity to play for Don Shula uh, was that you know it it's it, it was tough, and at times you you hated the guy, but boy, at the end of, when at the end of your career, you look back. And you look back at all the wins and all the big games and all the moments and all the things that you were able to experience in the National Football League because of the way he prepared you right. day in, day out, day in, day out. And I remember, you know, I remember bitching about training camp and running the same, the same, uh, same deal over and over and over. And you go, damn, man, how many times are you going to run this in one day? And then I remember late in the season, it was December. We're playing for the the AFC East against either the Jets or the uh, the the, the um, or, or New England or whatever. And we're playing a game, and and it was a hot game. And in the fourth quarter, and, and I'm just gassed. I I don't have any. I got nothing left in the tank. But still, those reps, you just put your yeah. hand in the dirt and Do you it did. Again. It was instinct. It was right. just instinct. You just did it. And had you not had that. Preparation. preparation all that all the times i was mfing them and you you know calling i'm not doing this, this damn it why are we doing this <laughs> you know at that point you kind of sit there and go, oh yeah i guess it made it, made, it made, it made some you. sense but uh anyway i always i always think about that 50 years and think about that because i've got a picture that it's funny because i went to the first birthday celebration i went to for for don shula coincided with the what was it 30th anniversary of the shula steakhouse in Miami mm-hmm. Lakes. So we went there, and, and I didn't realize that they were going to kind of combine, start his 90th birthday, um, the, the Don Shula 90th birthday uh, tour right. began, that, began right there at that time. But I remember sitting there, and, and Marianne was sitting across the table from me, and I'm looking at, looking at I, I knew I had this picture, so I looked at this picture, I got a picture of Don Shula with Joe Robbie and one of the other owners at the time, because at the time, the Dolphins had multiple, multiple, multiple right. owners. Joe Robbie hadn't pushed them all out yet. But he, but he was, but he was well on his way to, to, to doing that. But it's 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 Don Shula, it's Joe Robbie, and it's uh and it's this other owner, and so I showed Mary, I go Marianne, I said, I go, have you ever seen this picture? And I'm thinking she's seen every picture of Don Shula right. for that that's known to man. She goes, what's that? And I go, it's the day he signed his contract with the Dolphins. And she goes, oh, I've never seen that. So I sent her the picture, you know. So she's got it and everything, but. Uh, yeah, that's that, that. You know, that, that came to me from I was at one of my restaurants, and um, lady came up to me and said, "You know, my dad used to be one of the owners of the Miami Dolphins, a part owner of the Miami Dolphins." I go, oh, she goes, "I go, oh, great." She goes, "Let me show you this." So she showed me the picture. And you go, she I had it from her dad. And I go, "Can you send it?" So she sent it to me. <clears> that's so that's great. Now, and I, and I, I kind of forget it sometimes, but. That night I showed him, she was pretty. Uh, she was pretty happy. Well, about let's, it. We can only hope that the Miami Dolphins in 2020 use one or multiple first round draft yeah. choices as wise as they did. Yeah. Uh, when they well, signed when they Don signed Shula. Don Shula, no doubt. And uh, again, congratulations to him. Uh, these, these, it seems like every year there's a there's an anniversary of something that he did. Uh, that's special and tells you how many special things he did for not not only the Miami Dolphins but the National Football right. League. I just got done reading his 
his biography, a new biography that's out, and uh, Nat Moore got me on it, and it's really good because you kind of got him from his high school days and, and what he was all about as a man and, mm-hmm. and, and how his faith and how his – uh, you know his belief in doing it the right way, not cheating, not taking any shortcuts throughout the the throughout the time he was high school, all the way until the end of his career. How it uh, it, it led him. So it's a uh, if you get a chance, pick it up. It's yeah, uh, I'm going to. It's it's a, it's a good book. But anyway, that's going to do it for the audible today. Again, next week, a little more. We'll talk about a little bit more what's going on in the uh, in the combine. We'll have a chance. We'll have had a chance to kind of look at some of these guys or hear what's going on. And, and get our way, move our way uh, uh, one yet one step closer uh, to the draft. And then March, I think it's March 3rd, uh, free agency period begins. Yeah, it's, it starts and, right in the beginning right of March. Beginning March and, then, and then the news, that, new year. what, 48 to 72 yeah. hour window when you're not supposed to talk, when yeah. you're allowed to kind Seems of like everyone knows what everyone's thinking right yeah. now, but you know, yeah, it's, that's right. You know, it's, it's uh, but we'll find out. We'll we'll keep you abreast of everything that's going on. But thank you for joining us today for John Kinjemi. I'm Kim Bo Camper. That's going to do it for the Audible. Stay safe. We'll talk to you next week.